Section 34 of Bits About Home Matters by Helen Hunt Jackson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 34 The Joyless American. It is easy to fancy that a European, on first reaching these shores, might suppose that he had chanced to arrive upon a day when some great public calamity had saddened the heart of the nation it would be quite safe to assume that out of the first five hundred faces which he sees there will not be ten wearing a smile and not fifty all told looking as if they ever could smile if this statement sounds extravagant to any man let him try the experiment for one week of noting down in his walks about town every face he sees which has a radiantly cheerful expression the chances are that at the end of his seven days he will not have entered seven faces in his notebook without being aware at the moment of some conscientious difficulty in permitting himself to call them positively and unmistakably cheerful. The truth is, this wretched and joyless expression on the American face is so common that we are hardened to seeing it and look for nothing better only when by chance some blessed rollicking sunshiny boy or girl or man or woman flashes the beam of a laughing countenance into the level gloom do we even know that we are in the dark witness the instant effect of the entrance of such a person into an omnibus or a car who has not observed it even the most stolid and apathetic soul relaxes a little the unconscious intruder simply by smiling has set the blood moving more quickly in the veins of every human being who sees him he is for the moment the personal benefactor of everyone if he had handed about money or bread it would have been a philanthropy of less value what is to be done to prevent this acrid look of misery from becoming an organic characteristic of our people make them play more says one philosophy no doubt they need to play more, but when one looks at the average expression of a 4th of July crowd, one doubts if ever so much multiplication of that kind of holiday would mend the matter. No doubt we work for too many days in the year and play for too few. But after all, it is the heart and the spirit and the expression that we bring to our work and not those that we bring to our play by which our real vitality must be tested and by which our faces will be stamped. If we do not work healthfully, reasoningly, moderately, thankfully, joyously, we shall have neither moderation nor gratitude nor joy in our play. And here is the hopelessness. Here is the root of the trouble of the joyless American face. The worst of all demons, the demon of unrest and overwork, broods in the very sky of this land blue and clear and crisp and sparkling as our atmosphere is it cannot or does not exercise the spell any old man can count on the fingers of one hand the persons he has known who led lives of serene unhurried content made for themselves occupations and not tasks and died at last what might be called natural deaths what then says the congressional candidate from metabumps the new contributor to the Oceanic magazine, Mrs. Potiphar from behind her liveries, and poor Dives, senior from Wall Street. Are we to give up all ambition? 
God forbid. But because one has a goal, must one be torn by poison spurs? We see on the Corso, in the days of the carnival, what speed can be made by horses under torture. Shall we try those methods and that pace on our journeys? So long as the American is resolved to do in one day the work of two, to make in one year the fortune of his whole life and his children's, to earn before he is forty the reputation which belongs to threescore and ten, so long he will go about the streets wearing his present abject, pitiable, overwrought, joyless look. But even without a change of heart or a reform of habits, he might better his countenance a little if he would. Even if he does not feel like smiling, he might smile if he tried, and that would be something. The muscles are all there. They count the same in the American as in the French or the Irish face. They relax easily in the youth. The trick can be learned, and even a trick of it is better than none of it. Laughing masters might be as well paid as dancing masters to help on society. Smiling easy, or the complete art of looking good-natured, would be as taking titles on booksellers' shelves as the complete letter-writer or handbook of behaviour and nobody can calculate what might be the moral and spiritual result if it could only become the fashion to pursue this branch of the fine arts. Surliness of heart must melt a little under the simple effort to smile. A man will inevitably be a little less of a bear for trying to wear the face of a Christian. He who laughs can commit no deadly sin, said the wise and sweet-hearted woman who was mother of Goeth. End of section 34